Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once-in-a-lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Can you smell what the Gold Key Adventurers are cooking? This week, we're boarding a steamer to head deep into the wild rivers of the world for a very special jungle cruise spectacular. Watch out for the rhinos and don't wake the sleeping zebra. It's time to the trail with the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Welcome back to another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. My name is Dan Leonard, and joining me this week in the studio is Heather Strait. Hola. Jeff Williams. Hey there. And Mr. Zach Bassler. Howdy, partner. Our show, as always, is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Guys, big news. This is episode 99. Do you know what that means? Tonight we're going to party like it's episode 99? Yes. I sure hope so. But more importantly, next week is our 100th episode. Jeff and Heather will be back. Oh, well, Jeff and Heather are back already. This was written before you weren't in the studio. (laughs) We will Uh, be back then. We will. (laughs) We'll, We'll be back in the studio for a massive theme park roundup. Spoilers, we'll definitely have things to say about Disneyland's AP reboot, the Magic Key, as well as big Star Wars announcements to unpack. Since it's also our second anniversary-ish, we've got a wish list of ways you can help us to celebrate. First, we are so close to hitting another major milestone that we can taste it. We're about 1,000 downloads shy of a grand total of 20,000 listens, and we're anxious to make it up over that final hill to the big 2000. We'd really appreciate it if you could send a friend or two our way at www.goldkeyadventures.com or give us a shout out on Facebook or Twitter and help. Isn't it 200,000 listens? No, it's 20,000. Oh, you had 200,000 in the notes. I When I read that, I was super impressed. We're not quite that impressive yet, no. 200,000. Sorry. I couldn't believe anyone would listen to this shit. Hey, 20,000. I've been working really hard, y'all. <laughs> 20,000 is impressive. It is enough. very good. That puts us somewhere in like the top 5% of downloads in the world. Wow. 5% of podcasts, but most podcasts don't make it past like three episodes. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> the vast majority. Anyway, or give us a shout out on Facebook or Twitter and help us have our first ever 1,000 download week. While you're at it, we sure would like to hear from you about just what it is that keeps you coming back to adventure with us week after week. The best way to do that and help others realize how much fun we are is by dropping us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or whatever app you listen to our show on. Guys, hopefully I've rambled long enough to give you time to think of a clever answer. So I was wondering, as we get closer to our 100th episode and second anniversary, what are your hopes, dreams, and predictions for our next 100 episodes? Ridiculous answers only, please. Gardening talk. We're going to turn it into gardening talk? Yep. It's just gardening. Wow. It's time to change direction here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we have some celebrity guests host like Chris Evans? Oh. It's oh, a good yeah. wish. We're just or... stuck with Jess Evans. <laughs> yeah. That's if you order Chris Evans from Wish, you get Jess. <laughs> oh. Ouch. You can say that because he's not here. That's right. He's not here to defend himself. <laughs> I think in our next hundred episodes... Richard Branson is going to become a regular listener and send me into space. Hmm. Well, he may not after he hears Dan Railing on sure the that's gonna billionaire happen. assholes that's club true. going to hey, space. We said that he was the one who seemed like the cool guy and not like those other two dicks. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is true. Out of the three, he's... Well, he doesn't seem like the worst human in the world. No. Who's the third one? Uh, uh, Bezos and... Elon, uh, Elon Musk, Musk and Jeff oh, Bezos. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How could I forget... Out of the three Bond villains, he's like one of the kind of lovable, <laughs> non-threatening coolest. Roger Moore one. era ones. <laughs> he's he's the one that you thought was Bond's like faithful friend that turns his back on him later. 
He's right. charming and cool until yes. you realize he's not. He's the Yzma <laughs> of Disney villains. Yeah. <laughs> I like. He's got a similar similar facial structure. Oh, the leather crunk. <laughs> Wrong lever. <laughs> well, stick around because after the commercial break, we're taking a cruise through the heart of the jungle on the punniest expedition that ever sailed, yep, the yep. Jungle Cruise. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your key to the world travel vacation planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. At the risk of sounding like this episode is time to cynically cash in on the recent release of a major motion picture based on a beloved attraction at Disney theme parks around the world, this week seems like the perfect time to talk about the Jungle Cruise and all its many incarnations. First off, there is a movie out right now about the Jungle Cruise. Weird. It's fortuitous. You didn't even know that. That's what we call serendipity. It is. It's you know it's even uh, it's even funnier. I was looking at my Facebook memories today, and it's funny, Zach. It is. It's very funny. It's hilarious. Um, Twenty eighteen. So I guess that's three years ago. That's when The Rock posted that video um, of him on set. Uh, oh yeah, announcing the the movie. Yeah, it was like a zoom out of him. Yeah, on a big huge set. It only that's sat crazy. in the can for a year. <laughs> uh, and. Right? It was supposed no. to come out last summer? Is that mm-hmm. yeah. what I imagine? Yeah, it was supposed to come out in the spring, like May of yeah. 2020. Yeah. But it was even planned. And who did I just see? Oh, I mean, well, we're going to talk about the movie in a second anyway, so I might as well talk about the movie. I saw a story. What movie? That <laughs> the Jungle Cruise movie. Oh. It's been in production so long. Do you know who the original pick for the leads in this movie were no Tom Hanks uh, and Tim Allen. <laughs> yeah, they originally wanted Buzz and Woody to be <laughs> to lead up this movie. What? Was Seriously? Really? He wasn't kidding? Yeah. No, he wasn't kidding. What? Yeah, but not okay. as Buzz and Woody. Okay, no, no, as um, as other characters. No. But they, that's I thought they it was in production to... so long it was going to be like uh, Charles Grodin and. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, was, I just watched it last night and I had a I thought it was a ton of fun. It was probably the the best of the movies based on an attraction that I have seen. Hold up. Even better than the Haunted Mansion starring TV's Eddie Murphy. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> I am a fan of that Dwayne Johnson and I, I really like DJ. Emily Blunt too. And I thought it was like the ride. A little ridiculous, a little funny, a little cheesy, a little, silly, a little cheesy. <laughs> yeah, all of the things. I want to see it. My family yeah. is not interested, so I'm not going to pay thirty bucks to see it alone. So your family sucks. Yeah, they do totally. That's unfortunate. But I, I, seen I it won't yet give either. any spoilers since I know y'all haven't seen it yet. But it's worth it. It's definitely worth a, a watch. I heard and, it was exactly the plot as the Mummy, and also Pirates of the Caribbean, the first. <laughs> Yes. There are some elements of both, yes. And of course, yeah. the, the African queen. And the African which the queen. the ride is based right. on. Right. Well, but I think it's kind of like just that it's that type of movie. Yes. Yeah. I think it looks fun and silly, like yes. um, 
movies I liked in the eighties. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like romancing yes. the stone, that kind of thing, like a like Definitely. a romp, a bit of yes. a silly yeah rock. never never meant to be taken too seriously yes and right. like indiana jones the original one of those was not a serious film it was just not yeah. yeah i thought it was great and they do the punny jokes delivered by the rock which is great he does a good He's job for his community was uh <laughs> is um is schweitzer falls named after dr albert falls is that mentioned yes it is great from what I understand, the movie is essentially just a ride through. <laughs> every a joke, little, a little. Every joke that you hope to hear from the Jungle Cruise is in the movie. <laughs> That's my favorite one. Yes. It gets yeah. me every me time. Too. That is, that is my. I mean, the trailer includes the backside of water yes. reveal. Does, oh, I haven't watched any that. of the trailers for it. And he does, he does uh, another one of my favorite jokes, which is. We're headed into headhunter territory, and that's a terrible place to be headed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Get that, it? That's a good one. <laughs> oh, I like puns. Yes. I, I wish I could be a Jungle Cruise skipper. <laughs> I think I could do it. Oh, I know. Because the material is mostly there. You just get to do it in your own spin, but I've, I've had some really bad ones. <clears throat> and you get, and you get spiel pay. Spiel pay. Spielberg. Spiel pay. Spielpay. What's Spielpay? It's an added bonus per hour you get when you have to work an attraction that has an extensive spiel like that. Oh, oh. I like it. It's, it's to make up for them not paying you uh, actor rates. Te- technically, you should be getting a scale on that, but they're not giving it to you. So. Aha. I got it. So like the people in the old uh, movie ride and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That yep. makes sense. Well, it didn't start off as a, a spiel role, though, did it? Mm-mm. Well, not nearly as, at least not as funny as it is now. It wasn't funny We were talking about that a little bit a couple all. of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah did I you mean, watch the behind the, yes. behind I, the I did. whatever attraction behind on the attraction. that? It was dull, and I guess everybody realized <laughs> it was dull pretty quick. Yeah, because Walt, Walt's Look, vision yes, for it was... There is a lion. Yeah, it was, was to be... A realistic ride through the jungle, and it was yeah, supposed it was like, to be like educational. A live version of his yeah. jungle or his uh, nature films, true which life adventures. Dry. Yes, <laughs> yeah. there's actually you can hear you can find it on Spotify a uh, Jungle Cruise album that Disneyland Records put out way back in the late fifties that includes, if not the exact spiel from the ride, very close to what. The original dry the original reading spiel, yeah, and it's oh, I gotta check that out. It's a tough listen. <laughs> I've heard it's, there's it's there's a, a a myth or a legend, however you want to put it, that Walt overheard a oh, child really? asking uh, their mother to go on the Jungle Cruise, and she said, "We've already done it once. Why would we mm-hmm. do it again?" And that was when he handed it over to Mark Davis to plus and make into something yeah. better. Yeah, which he originally just started off by adding the elephants, and those were such a big hit. Yes. But one interesting thing that I didn't really realize until I was listening to another podcast is opening day, and for like the first year, that was the big headline attraction. Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise. That was, yeah, that was what everybybody was coming to see. Uh, It was just such a spectacle. Uh, And this was even before the the audio animatronics really became something they mm-hmm. were great at mm-hmm. well and that day back then like the circus used to be huge and things like that because people there weren't nearly the zoos that we have now mm, or the media where people could see these animals so it was really it felt uh exotic and special to go see this stuff that you really couldn't see anywhere that's else. true funny how you think about like we've all i've seen an elephant seen yeah, a baby right. elephant I've seen it. Used Jaguar. to be huge cities had zoos, and you, nobody. That's why circuses were a thing. They would bring the uh, animals and stuff to places that hadn't seen those things. Plus, conjoined twins and short people do yes. jobs. Yes, yeah, that as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people just weren't. Uh, do you know? It wasn't a thing to go on a family vacation uh, uh, that was an African safari, which oh, is yeah. something That's people so can do now. It is. It's um, very exotic. Well, we talked about the history some uh, when we talked about uh, Adventureland as a whole, but I had a couple of facts that I recently learned about uh, the early 
Jungle Cruise that I thought were uh, pretty cool or some one of them was kind of funny that I wanted to share with you. And first of all, I mentioned uh, to Heather before we started, there's something funny about the uh, the orchids. Um, there's mm, a big yes, tree. Yes, I've been waiting for you to tell me that. This, there's a big, beautiful tree full of orchids. And uh, we've all in heard both, about... In both versions? I, I believe in both American versions. It mm-hmm. might just be at Disneyland. I honestly can't remember if there's I an orchid recall. tree at, at Walt Disney World. Um but we've all heard the stories about how early on in the parks they would go through and they're repainting everything every night and like, you know, really hardcore on that maintenance. Well, they decided that since they had planted all of this lush jungle all around the ride, that an artificial tree would not look good. So they wanted this orchid tree, but they didn't want to do fake orchids. So they hung all these tiny little glass vials from the branches of this tree <laughs> And they put fresh cut orchids <gasps> lining the branches of this tree. Ooh, and wow. every night, cast members were out there on the river on a barge on Putting ladders, new orchids replacing in? the wilted orchids oh, and, with man. fresh ones. That's every, expensive. That's yeah, expensive. And that's why, <laughs> what a pain. Uh, it lasted six months and then Walt realized how much money he was wasting on fresh cut orchids and said, well, and start, you know, start planting real ones. They yeah. they, I, I was reading a little bit about, I, I was fascinated in the behind the attraction thing about uh, the part about the landscaping and how Bill Evans was going around begging <laughs> yeah. for trees, Lying everybody's and, trees yeah. and bushes. Okay. Uh, there's a there's a one tree that's kind of famous that they had they or they had interviewed the the guy whose mother sold that tree to to Bill Evans and but I also read that on opening day it wasn't so very lush yet uh-uh. you kind of had to squint and pretend <laughs> you were in the jungle. I noticed that I was looking at some pictures from opening day and around that time period and I was looking at them and I was just. No, seeing the Jungle Cruise and what we know now, um, it doesn't look very jungly. No, yeah, well, it's hard to. You can't make that kind of deep growth very yeah. quickly. Well, and fun fact, I, I read, I found this article from the 2010 in the OC Register. That the whole article is about how the jungle in the Jungle Cruise is now a legit jungle. It really mm. is. It has grown. So lush, and it's now made up. It has a canopy that qualifies because it's it's got a canopy that goes uh, up to a hundred feet high in some places, and it it is so it took sixty five years. <laughs> yeah, it's so dense and lush that it keeps all the heat of the day in, and so those plants they don't have to do a lot to keep uh, the orchids and some of the more delicate plants safe at night because the the canopy is keeping all the heat in. Which is kind of cool. Even that doesn't get super cold in Anaheim, but when Nature it does, finds a way. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I think that's kind of neat. It's a it's that's a legit cool. jungle now. Maybe it'll get so big it becomes a rainforest. Yeah, maybe soon it'll have real animals like Walt wanted. <laughs> well, uh, in the first few months, about the same amount of time that they had the orchids, there were a handful of real animals. Oh, really? Uh, on the jungle, I didn't know that. yeah. Uh, near the entrance on the docks, they had a little pool full of some baby alligators. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. Problem is that those those crazy <laughs> those crazy jungle skippers like playing pranks with the baby alligators <gasps> a little too much. And they started showing up in uh, in the office buildings, in the secretary's desks, <laughs> <laughs> or in break rooms. <laughs> That's amazing. Or in glory holes. Yeah, there was also plans to put. Um, they somebody gifted them a minor bird that they were trying to uh, teach uh, a spiel to attract people into the ride. So they put it in an office, uh, like the area manager's office, and would play a record for it all night long with what it was supposed to learn to say. The problem is that those pesky skippers again would sneak in oh, and no. teach it all kinds of swear words. I was words. just going to say, please, please, please tell me that it just swore. Yeah, so he got banished oh, from the attraction awesome. and sent actually oh. apparently to the model shop at uh, Walt Disney Imagineering. He would hang out there. That's, that's my concept for a tiki bar. I want to get uh, all the parrots that people have 
abandoned because they're too sweary. And it's oh, just going to oh, be yeah. a tiki bar full of sweary birds. The swearing yeah, I, would, I would frequent that's, that place. That's a great yes. name. <laughs> right? I like it. So what did but you I digress. What did you say the name? The swearing parrot. I love it. Yeah. Does that not that sound like a good. tiki bar? Oh, it yeah. does. It's better than the dirty so birdie. I, oh, you, I like that one too. That would be the signature drink. That's the signature yes, drink. The dirty yeah. birdie. And the, and the mug is covered with hand tainted bird droppings. <laughs> or real. You guys, let's get some venture, TM, TM, get some venture capital. I think I think we've got us got ourselves a business plan. You mentioned earlier the people saying, Well, we've already seen the done the jungle cruise. Why would we go again? I hate this is probably an unpopular opinion, but I feel that way with the um, safari ride. It's just, it's the same. Yeah. Every time. Unless know. you get an animal doing something. There's a sleeping animal. There's another sleeping animal. There's a sleeping <laughs> yeah. animal. That lion's standing up. Look, guys, it's a big deal. The lion's standing up. It's just not entertaining to me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. If they put some cornball jokes, and I actually liked when they used to have the poacher storyline, it's something to jazz it mm, up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. At least there was some guaranteed excitement that you would see every mm-hmm. time instead of hoping. Yeah. And apparently, just like the skippers themselves get just as much credit for the new comedic tone of the ride as Mark Davis does. He came up with some visuals that he added. The two main things that he added were the bathing elephants and the uh, the lost expedition on the pole with the rhinos. And the skippers uh, kind of started doing the crazy funny stuff on the ride on their own. And, but the thing that I thought I was blown away by is they were allowed to pick their own costumes, not from the costuming department. They could bring stuff from home as long as it fit in the general theme of adventuring. And we're talking from opening in the fifties. So, so from the very beginning, these guys were creating these weird wacky personas for themselves. (gasps) There was a couple of them that would dress up in, uh, uh, like explorers. Yeah. Safari khakis, but then, guy was but wearing then, like caballero hats and stuff yeah and like one of them had like the khakis but then he had on a black beret and uh like a goatee like pointy beatnik goatee <laughs> and sandals yeah. and he played his character like a beatnik at a jazz club there's another dude who took advantage of it grew his hair out past his shoulders grew a big bushy beard and he brought his pet chameleon who would ride on his shoulder chained <laughs> to a necklace around his neck and Everybody else has to be super clean cut and white at right. Disneyland. And these guys were able to just <laughs> do that, what they wanted to do. That sounds so fun. So, yeah. They have to be clean cut and white? At Disneyland at the in the 1950s. Oh, yeah. 50s, yeah. That's probably true. Anyway. <laughs> um, does anybody else have any fun facts about the Jungle Cruise while we're at this section of the show outline? No. No? <laughs> Oh, I like. Mm-hmm. I, I just loved the whole building of it thing. How they were driving a car through there, trying to figure out like it was uh-huh. all just hand, right? Drawn through. There was no. They didn't use CAD or anything. It was just crazy. They just went in there and drew out a path and drove a car around in there, literally like, with no, a make stick. It more, make <laughs> yeah. it more around here. So funny. Yeah, they added like outriggers to the car to make it the dimensions of mm-hmm. the boat to figure out if it would fit. Yeah. Turns. And was That's, it was it Jungle Cruise that when they were excavating the route uh, Bill Evans had gone through and marked out the trees that he wanted to keep yeah, with a green flag. That's why he and had the to ones, go buy them all. Yeah, the ones he <laughs> didn't want with a red flag and the the bulldozer driver was colorblind. Yeah, and so right. he just dozed he everything. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's unfortunate. That's Where, probably... What happened to all the trees? <laughs> yeah, it should have been one flag Oops. keep, two flags don't keep or yes. something. Yes. I guess... She, you or just put a flag bulldoze. on the ones you want bulldozed and right. nothing on the others. <laughs> yes. Right. That was um, a classic overthinking it. Oh, there's one more. Zach, do you know the story of the broken alligators? Mm. Walt and the broken alligators? I do not. You don't? Mm-mm. Well, I've got one more fact and then we can move on from fun facts from history. So they had a lot of problem with any of the under or the the animals that were in the water because the mixture of the water plus the sand would break down the machinery really quickly and the alligators would never work or they were frequently broke down and that really made Walt angry. So whenever he would get on the ride, uh, 
they would send a couple of guys out to the island near where they were to operate them by hand until his boat went past. And they'd, they'd hide in the bushes <laughs> yeah, and uh, operate them while he was driving back. Apparently he caught on and he was not very happy and he told them to fix those. Yeah, I think that um, the old, there was an old giraffe head or something that stuck up no. over the top. Same thing. They had a guy that was just out there working a crank for a while. <laughs> Yeah, it, wasn't it took them yet. months to get them working right. <laughs> <laughs> Just some some guy with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth, turning a crank. <laughs> well, it's crazy when you look at those giraffes, especially when they when they showed that in the behind the attraction and it is it's just the it's neck just, and then they've, it's a neck there's a counterweight a, sticking out behind it you just turn it and the neck goes right yeah isn't that crazy to think like people were working like walt is here like that's nuts <laughs> yes like, there's no like equivalent of that like yeah, yeah Iger could walk by and that would be crazy but not just walt yeah being on right. deck has got to be some pressure yeah and you see, you're you're there's probably a lot of buttholes clamping down mm -hmm. when he gets on your boat. <laughs> so did you guys have a chance to watch the videos of the different versions of the ride from around the world? Oh, I yeah. Did, yes. No, I didn't. No. no. <laughs> I actually had the chance. I did. <laughs> I liked... Uh, the, Tokyo seems really similar to the, the American ones. Yeah. It is, except for a couple of things, and especially at night... Because it has a really cool lighting and fog effects package. That at night. is true. Um, and when you go through it, like when you first starts and they go through the tunnel of trees and there's like fireflies all yes. through the, tr the jungle. And that's really beautiful. And then in the temple, uh, there's this really cool projection animation where like I have magic. seen that all inside mm -hmm. the temple. Yeah, that's that what cool. I was going to say. If you're when we were going to talk about plussing it and what we wish is it with technology now they could do a whole lot of cool stuff and they could do varied stuff. So sometimes the temple could be falling apart or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good point. Yeah. change Make the show. Random. Yes, I mean why not? It can't be that no. time consuming or expensive to program. No, the projection shows says a complete novice no it isn't the projection mapping is there you can change the animation once and make six sets of it that alternate i could not tell whether they did all the jokes and stuff because it was all in japanese yeah i think it i think there was jokes it's hard to tell since it was in japanese yes. the tones seemed a little madcap so i think that they were telling jokes. that is true uh unlike in hong kong <laughs> it's not no jokes <laughs> Which was Nothing that was one was in, in English, <laughs> and it was not at all it funny. Was no. all... It was all, oh, hello, oh, be careful. Oh, that sounds really fun. Yeah, yeah. there's a hippo. <laughs> there that is, was pretty much the, the whole script. Yes, there's two interesting differences. One was kind of weird to see their temple. You don't go into a temple, it's just ruins outside, and then you don't go inside at all. But then the finale of that ride is really cool, and the storyline's not exactly apparent 200 foot plunge almost you're going down and you approach some some like rock formations in the middle of the river and there's like clearly a forked path and the skipper is trying to go to the left but then all of a sudden a geyser erupts in the middle of the river mm. right in front of you and so they have to really quick <gasps> veer to the right to uh uh sorry the starboard to avoid <laughs> the geyser Where's and the then all of a sudden you can <laughs> well, it's on the boat. You got to use the proper terminology. Um, and, and you come across these two caves and one of the cave is supposed to be the fire God. And one's supposed to be the water God and the fire mm. God all of a sudden lights up with like jets of flame all around you. And it's supposed to look like he's about to shoot a fireball at you. But then the water cave comes to life and shoots water out. That's supposed to extinguish the fire God and saves you from, <laughs> Certain but, doom. but still no funny. Not funny, just, but just cool. That does there's cool, cool fire and water effects. So you know, that's like, best thing to funny. Yeah, I like all that. Maybe but maybe they, they don't. Maybe puns and that kind of wordplay doesn't work in, in Hong Kong. Yeah, it's possible. I don't know. Like they they're have... funny is just something. Someone getting slapped in the face with a fish or something. <laughs> I mean, that's funny to me, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that doesn't mean I'm from Hong Kong. There's two different kinds of humor. There's the fun wordplay, right. and then there's just madcap or 
whatever. It sounds like they went with neither. <laughs> yeah. One interesting thing, too, that I did notice from that ride is uh, to get to their Swiss family treehouse, you take rafts that are exactly like the rafts that you use to get to Tom Sawyer Island at yep. uh, Walt Disney World. It's kind of in the middle of the Jungle Cruise route. Yeah, it's like, mm, cool. They they like pass straight across where the Jungle Cruise boats are going. So that's neat. And then they don't have a Jungle Cruise in Shanghai, and they don't have one in Paris. Mm-mm. I would think Shanghai would have the most incredible plussed one if they did, like the pirate ride. Yeah, it's kind of surprising that they decided to do that circular rapids ride. Like, I guess that's kind of the closest thing they have to... The Jungle Cruise, they did a rapids ride in like a Cali River Rapids kind of thing. Oh. I think, isn't there like a giant dinosaur in that? Yes. And there's a huge... You've got like, to go to those Asian There's parks. a huge like climbing park thing that's right in the middle of it too. And so it's always slippery and a no, little, little bit dangerous in the climbing oh. park. Oh, you have to be careful not to fall and break your face. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> If you guys have any, uh, well, I guess Zach already told us what his particularly favorite joke from the Jungle Cruise is about uh, the, the namesake of, of Schweitzer Falls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do super love that one. And of course, the backside of water is classic stuff. But it's the little kind of toss away things like the, what do they say? I think it's a tiger. You know, tigers can jump over 25 feet. But don't worry, we're 15 feet away. Jump right over us. <laughs> and. <laughs> You know, 90% of the people on the boat just look at him like, what? Yeah, I, I also like the joke because they're talking about some bizarre fact about the river that they're on. And they said, and if you don't believe me, you're in denial. Denial. <laughs> and uh, there's another one that I really like. Um, no, I can't remember. I had it in my head. And I- like when the elephants are blowing the water towards the boat. And I think a lot of people think that's water blowing out, but it's not. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that's my kind of punny joke. <laughs> I got, man, I was so pissed because I look like a newbie when Zach and I rode the Jungle Cruise a couple of months ago. That when you stop in that elephant bathing pool and the one elephant pokes his head up and sprays water right before the boat and then they stop so that the passengers are next to him and they're like, oh, watch out, he's going to do it again. I had my back to the thing and I totally flinched. You fell for it. Like, oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> So you embarrassing! What are you doing to me? I just felt like a, such a noob. It was it was embarrassing. Not cool. Oh, there's the one with a zebra. Do you know why it's so hard to eat zebra? You keep yeah. getting white meat, dark meat, white meat, dark meat. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that one, but I do like when he says, "Oh, that zebra's just sleeping, kids." Yeah. Ask your mom and dad. And yeah. just uh, when they pull back in, if you had a great time, I'm Skipper Russell. And if you hated it, I'm Skipper Steve or whatever. Just, <laughs> which is funny. I used to say that all the time when I would wait tables or whatever. The one uh, <laughs> I remember, I remember a cast member doing that one. And they said something like, if you had a great time, my name is Rachel. Um, this on the Jungle Cruise. If if you had a really bad time, my name is Alex. And this was the Tower of Terror. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. That's funny. Yeah. Actual air confusion. I have had some of the worst. It's like they were reading from a teleprompter when they say the jokes. They have no idea about the timing of a joke, so it just comes off so stilted and awful. Like the these mm-hmm. butterflies aren't what they used to be. Caterpillars. You just <laughs> you gotta pause for comedic effect. They have no idea. Yeah. Oh. And then they don't know how to work the microphone. Is it's intentionally already a bad sounding microphone because mm-hmm. it's supposed to sound, but they like they some of them need a little help on how a microphone works. I guess so everybody's you, gotta start somewhere, but I love know. when you get a really good seasoned guy that's really figured out the perfect timing of his jokes and everything. I've still yet to get that. We were close on this one in May that mm-hmm. Zach and I went on, but she they were pretty good, but mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't one of those like one for the ages mm-hmm. skippers that you hear about. And the other thing that I was surprised by on that one, and the last time I rode the Jungle Cruise, like two years ago, they didn't say a word the entire time we were in the temple. But then you watch videos, and sometimes they do in the temple. So is it mm-hmm. like they're just getting away with being lazy because nobody can see them inside the temple? Or is it like optional for them to tell jokes huh. when they're in there? Interesting. I hadn't noticed that. Yeah, I know. That. From what I saw on that special, they have a certain... 
these areas have these four jokes available to you or whatever. So I think right. they're supposed to follow yeah. that script. So I don't know. I don't I don't recall any of the jokes from in there. So maybe maybe I haven't been hearing them either. Yeah. Like maybe it's just optional. Or <laughs> maybe something, it's supposed to be spooky, so they don't say jokes. It just seems it's just very weird. Yeah, it's it's very weird and my least favorite part because, like I said, most time they'll just sit down and we just go into a dark a tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> In honor of Uncle Walt. Well, Skipper Reggie's tired. He's gonna have him a cigarette. <laughs> Let me catch my breath. <laughs> yeah. Time for one of Uncle Walt's pickled cigs. Oh. Available soon from fine retailers. <laughs> um, I'm glad the guys... Jungle Cruise has become more popular. There's suddenly more uh, merch, and even be- leading up to the movie and before the movie, there's just more Jungle Cruise stuff. So it makes me mm-hmm. think it's not going anywhere. And nerds everywhere dressing up like they're Jungle <laughs> Skippers, like mm-hmm. in real life, just for fun. Oh, just, just at the mall? Out and ab- yeah, apparently, yeah. I found this group, found a couple of groups on Facebook that is like devoted did. to the Society of Adventures and Explorers oh, yeah. and, or Explorers and Adventurers, rather. Excuse me. Uh, and, and they're just they, hanging out at the Williams Sonoma wearing these. <laughs> yeah, well, the, they got a pistol. When, <laughs> when they go out, they are dressed either as a skipper or every dude has an Indiana Jones outfit that they uh, oh, bust dear. out whenever they go on vacation somewhere. And it's, <laughs> it's special. Pith helmets and, I, and <laughs> Gross, why didn't you get a clean one? Yeah. Why would you want a pith helmet? <laughs> yeah. You've got some pith in your helmet. Do you also have a do you also have a helmet? Hey Dan, you're breaking up. I don't know if it's just me or what, but every I time heard you talk, it. it's Yeah, I did too. Oh. I totally missed the second part of that joke. You didn't hear my joke where I said why do you also have a helmet? Yeah, it broke up again. Still didn't get it. Are you kidding me? Mm-mm. It's like it sounds like a short in your plug or something. Testing, testing. One, two, three. That's better. That was good. Now say a joke. It looks like there are supposed to be some jokes in the, the temple. I found uh, an article with a, a list of all the various jokes they do. Mm, and there are read some them jokes. all to me right now, Heather. There are some jokes <laughs> about the cobras. Here are three king cobras. Oh, but there used to be four of them. I wonder where the other one is. And then they are supposed to start looking around the boat interior. Don't mm-hmm. make any sudden moves. Those king cobras are the world's largest poisonous snakes. And they go out for a bite every few minutes. Uh, mm. I think I have heard that one. And here we have three cobras sticking their tongues out us, out at us with no regards for our feelings. Maybe this is why people don't do it. I'm wondering if this is why. They're not very, they're not very good. Yeah, good to know. I think those are the ones that Bob Chapek wrote. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how he got his, that's how he got his job. Comedic master. Um, oh, hey, boy. Uh, have, any of, have any of you guys had a chance to uh, see the new updated version in person? I have not. I, I've been there since it reopened, but did not participate. You wrote it just before the shutdown, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Dan, Dan and I wrote it back in May. We saw some camo tarps. Yeah. Right. That's, yeah, that's it. Because I think Trader Sam had been covered up when we wrote it. Yeah, we saw where they had put in the... When last time Heather and I wrote it, we saw the, the gift shop was there, but nothing... That was okay. it. It was like Trader Sam's, Sam's gift shop. Yeah. No. But that was it. Have you watched any videos of it? Or no, tell me what's going No, I don't want to spoil it for myself. I, I never watch... <laughs> Ride throughs until I've seen some. So they've added some things and they've desensitized some things. Yeah. yeah. They made Trader Sam into a redheaded super pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Trader Sam's out on out searching for uh uh more merchandise for his gift shop which is now just a collection of stuff that people have lost in the jungle. Uh, uh, there's a loose storyline that you're supposed to follow this expedition from the SEA through the jungle. Mm. And at one point you see their sunken uh, jungle cruise boat. I mean, if he wants stuff to sell in his shop, all he needs to do is just walk right outside his attraction and boom, you have 76 gift shops right there in that land alone. That's right. That's true. Including some Ray-Bans. Are they Ray-Bans now? Sunglass yeah. Hut. Oh, yeah, they have Ray-Bans. 
Trader Sam's Sunglass Hut. I like what they have done. I've seen the pictures of the, like the rhino getting the ping, this more like uh, diverse group of people that are on the pole climbing up away from the rhino. I think everything feels, it's like the same and fun and familiar, but just a little more inclusive and less victim-y, I guess. (laughs) It doesn't suffer at all from having... It's the same funny gag. It's just different people on the pole. Yeah, and you don't feel a little icky about some of the things that you're supposed mm-hmm. to laugh at at times. It's fine. And actually it's, it's, I like the idea of having a little bit more of a storyline to it. Yeah. To follow through. Yeah. Instead I have, of, I have zero, zero, I have zero problems with any of the changes they made. Yeah. Times they do be a change. And generally for the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't have an issue with the redhead in the pirates either. I don't care. No, it's still a good ride. Um, so other than those changes, can, ha, do you have anything else that you'd like to see happen to the Jungle Cruise? I'd like, like we started to get into a little bit before, it was it's apparently the Asian parks have this, but the plussing of some stuff with using, I think they should be using projection mapping way more because it's so inexpensive to do it. Mm-hmm. You just create the graphics and then you blast them on everything. It's it's so good. You could have all different, like the temples falling apart or, you know, stuff like in the Indiana Jones ride at uh, Disneyland, how they've got all that different jewels that come alive and lighting effects mm-hmm. and all that. They it would be so easy with projection mapping. They could also. Even in the, in the jungle itself at night. Go to the Dollar Tree. <laughs> Get some glow-in-the-dark bats. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. And get some fishing line and just hang them from the ceiling. That's what they do for Jingle Cruise in Disney World. They put little sandbags on them. The Jingle Cruise is so plus, (laughs) it's so killer. And then at Disney World, it was like, and we wrapped a one present and floated it out there. That that was was going to be my wish list was a better holiday overlay. Yes. They just have like some tinsel. It took. Three guys and two trips to the dollar store to get it done. Did they bring back the Jingle Cruise last year? I can't remember. Yes, they did. They did. Yep. It's like, because I know Disneyland hasn't had it for a few years, I think. Yeah, they haven't been doing it at Disneyland. Yeah. Theirs was killer. Reason. And then they, they did the first two yeah. years of ours were awful. And then they, they didn't do it one year. And then it came back. I don't know what's going on. Then they, but you know, they're, they're, they're holiday overlays. They, they can't have everything. They can't have small world holiday, Haunted yeah. Mansion holiday, and the superior yeah, Jingle the, Cruise. The jingle Cruise. That's true. But why? They have to give us something it's is those what he's key saying. Keyholes over there. <laughs> Assholes or whatever, whatever this, whatever they're going to be called now. Oh, yeah, that is weird. That's true. We'll discuss that next week. <laughs> Ooh, teaser. Come back for more hard hitting journalism. Yeah. Like that. Come back for more <laughs> keyhole news. Yeah, hard hitting expose. I would like to see more of the atmospheric effects, like I mentioned in the Asian parks. The fog and the lighting really adds to it, especially at night. And I've never ridden mm-hmm. at Walt Disney World at night, so I don't, maybe they have that. More, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I wish they could I'm do like really. a. I don't know if I have written really. it. I kind of wish they could add like a scarier element for like the Halloween parties or something. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. I know that watching that Tokyo one at night, a it was kind of cool. They have a spotting light, uh, like a hunter, or like you might use the, the, the skipper does. For, shine, yeah, shine and, and to point out things oh, uh, cool. in on the jungle banks, but um. On the Tokyo one, when they get to the hippo pool at night and it's so full of fog in that little area and the lighting on it, and when that hippo comes out of the water, it is actually a little bit scary. I was like, oh, man, that looks really cool. Yeah. I don't think they have fog. They could just totally fill that thing with fog and make it cool. Really atmospheric. And then the other thing they have at Tokyo that works for 90% of the ride is they have... Uh, a soundtrack. They have music piped into Yes, it. and like and when you go through the African part, it's from the Lion King. Yeah. When when it's in Africa, it's Lion King is lame, but there's certain points where the right atmospheric music kind of sync it, to the ride yeah. would really add. To is it silent at Disney World and Disneyland? Yeah. Yeah, other than the other than the skipper. Now I'll never unnotice that. Oh well and there's also the loud of the boat. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I love how I the guys even... pretending to be steering at all. I like when they really <laughs> yeah. just super yeah. really don't around. pretend. Yeah. <laughs> It's so well, and that's the one, the other thing that when they mentioned on the behind the attractions thing, when they're like, "Oh, Walt couldn't fall asleep because of all the jungle noises," I was even trying to think of like how many animal sounds are there really in there? Forty-one. Maybe it's just, maybe it's just that the boat is so loud that I don't notice the animal sounds. Yeah. Well, now I'm going to pay attention next. Yeah, time you do. Yeah, you hear birds and caw and all that stuff happening and buzzes, buzzes, bugs and things, but it is pretty close to where his apartment was. Well, it's still yeah, there. He's right, just, that's, right next to it. Isn't there a story that his grandkids used to sneak out of the apartment and onto the uh, the jungle cruise and like make faces at guests from the bushes? Wouldn't that be so cool if your granddad or what, yes. uncle or whatever was Walt Disney? I mean, come on. Yeah, it's like, what What are you going to do to me? <laughs> Imagine when it's like yeah. twice, parents' career night at school and you got to go on after Walt. Oh. <laughs> yes. I'm an attorney. I'm Walt Disney. (laughs) I'm famous for being Walt Disney. My dad works for his, for for their daddy. (laughs) Yeah, my dad is a sweep-up guy down Main Street. (laughs) You know those horses? I always feel bad for that guy that's dressed in the royal wear after (laughs) after the... Merida comes riding down the street and he's pushing the shit wagon. I love, <laughs> I love wagon. they feel the need to put him in a royal costume. Yeah. yeah. It's like all pomp and circumstance and then just... <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a bucket of shit. <laughs> he's got a flowered hat with all this gold lame. <laughs> uh, you ever well, think your job is bad? Story. Someone is following that horse around with a bucket. On the other hand, they're still working in the middle of the Magic Kingdom, so... Yeah, at least it's 95 degrees while they're... <laughs> True. <laughs> could be worse. Uh, we digress. <laughs> I could be working in a place that doesn't get hurricanes. Did we all say what we would change about the... Or plus about the Jungle Cruise ride? I think so. I think we all just want kind of more effects and things. I, I, really, I really want a spooky overlay for the Halloween season. I don't know. Like what, dudes but... coming out of the woods with chainsaws. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know how you love spooky stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I would get on, but. He just wants you it just to want happen. It to be I just want it to happen. And I really, a, 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 a plus version of the Jingle Cruise. I would love that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I was super disappointed because we had seen the Disneyland one and then the Disney World one. Lame. It's like the, that, that vest they put on Woody. Toy Story Land at Christmas, they made with the little appliques they bought at the Dollar Tree, and they put a they put a scarf on him too, Zach. Don't forget oh, that's about his right. scarf. Mm. It's the same ones they use on the windows at the Contemporary. Yes. <laughs> what more does he need? Why don't they? Uh, I would like a drop too. If they could have the boat do yeah. a little, like it feels like there's a waterfall, and then you do a drop. Yeah, that'd be cool. They do it on Pirates without a light bar, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Twice at Disneyland, or they could do you know like work it like a channel, and then like it's like a water elevator kind of thing where you go through a channel or something, and then the whole water level drops. That'd be fun. Now that's just that's just too much. This is a minor excavation there. Yeah, all they got to do is create a channel in the water elevator. Come on, come on, guys. They have those. Right, they're called locks. This they just need one that works off. rapidly. Just very fast. A very, very fast yeah. lock. It can fill back up in time for the next yes. car. It's a faster than gravity system like the, like the yeah, Tower force, of Terror. Force yes. gravity 200-foot <laughs> plunge on the Jungle Cruise. It needs more Disney IP. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Oh, don't, don't give them any ideas. Out loud. Don't but, give them any ideas. Well, the good thing is maybe, I bet they'll just add the rock in there everywhere. Like, yeah, that's Shoehorn him in there like they did Johnny Depp in the Pirate's Ride where now he's just peeking around the booth. I'm the rock. Yeah. That <laughs> hey, could be the IP. <laughs> that's exactly what that. he's going to say. I'm he the rock. Like, yeah. Johnny Depp is so stupid looking in that ride. Everyone mm-hmm. else's big, goofy faces and ears and red face and nose. And here's this. Anatomically correct, Johnny Depp, stupid looking. Although, give between the two, who wouldn't prefer an anatomically correct Rock the Dwayne Johnson? Rock the Dwayne. Rock the Dwayne. <laughs> Isn't or, that the concert series at Universal? <laughs> or a version of the Jungle Cruise where there's just a bunch of cats everywhere. 
but not yeah. big cats. Domesticated cats. cats. Domestic cats. Hundreds house, and hundreds of house cats. cats. Just everywhere. Like, you need a. Um, like as you load, they give you a kitten ride. to is hold. That, <laughs> is that is that what you're lobbying for? Jungle like Cruise it? now featuring the Aristocats. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Hundred and one Dalmatian puppies roaming around in there. Did y'all know there's a Weird Al song that's called Skipper Dan and is in, uh-huh. is inspired by the Jungle Cruise? Uh huh. No, I'm I love to go it. It's to about that. a failed actor who ends up as a guy as a skipper on the Jungle Podcast Cruise. Host? Oh, you know, usually it's the other way around because a lot of skipper uh, Jungle Cruise skippers have gone on to lead some pretty successful careers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is true. And some are even overhuggers. Yeah, get fired from those careers <laughs> and no longer you know, working as the one, head of a successful animation. One of studio. my favorite episodes y'all ever did was I think it was the first Halloween season, and Jeff did that impersonation of a ghost going, "I'm a bit of an overhugger." <laughs> <laughs> was that the thousandth ghost in the uh, haunted mansion? Yes. <laughs> The ghost of John Lasseter's career. career. I think that's what it was. Wow. That's so sad. Well, we got a little far afield. (laughs) Well, thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to take a cruise on the world's rivers of adventure and romance, Key to the World Travel has a tropical hideaway full of expert travel planners ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotaltravel.com to get started with the no-obligation quote. Don't forget to catch up with our friend, the Theme Park Professor, for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Word of mouth is the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globe-trotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest updates at www.goldkeyadventures.com. Don't forget that we need some help making our 100th episode a great one so spread the word tell people to listen leave us ratings and reviews and we'll see you real soon bye everybody bye y'all jungle cruise into flows to ask a question or share your travel story you can reach us by smoke signal carrier pigeon or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com and make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the Gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.